Let us go together to in prayer before the Lord. Father, in the name of your Son, Christ Jesus. Lord, we come grateful. Lord, we come thankful. We know how we lived, God, before you called us. We, we know how we lived before we accepted your Son, Christ Jesus. You've been changing us ever since, God. You've been growing us ever since. We're so grateful. We're so thankful to the changes you make in our life, God. That you've called us onto this journey with you. So we can learn of you and demonstrate to those who don't know you what it's like to have a life with God, to walk with you, Christ Jesus. Father God, we're amazed every time you move in our lives. But you continue to show us mercy, kindness, and use your power and your strength, God, to make a way for us. We pray, God, that as we continue to seek you, God, we mature in our faith and our purpose in your life. That we live our lives in such a way that it fulfills the very reason you you created us, that you called us into existence. Teach us, God. Guide us so our Christian walk, God, this journey that you've called us on is successful. Guide our hearts and minds into your ways. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So let's review Spiritual journey as we're led by the inspired teaching of the Holy Spirit. I can tell you, mm, taking a spiritual journey is about coming into the oneness of God. It's a journey where the Lord leads, instructs, and guides us through so we accomplish His will and purpose for our lives. It's a journey where everything about us will be put to test as we battle between God's will and our very own. It's a journey full of uh, amazing lessons where we experience setbacks along the way as we learn to deal with our disobedience and unfaithfulness. We experience the hand of the Lord in our lives as he blesses and corrects us along the way. See, if we stay on the path, if we overcome and, and be faithful on our journey, it will end with blessings and, and great reward. Our, our spiritual journey will change everything about us along the way. I tell you this, there's nothing like being on a spiritual journey with, with the Lord. It, it, to, uh, I, I get it, to some it may be frustrating when they're not in control and must walk by faith. But to those who are, can handle the Lord making a way, it's a wonderful experience. It so all starts with prayer. See, before Abraham sent his servant on a journey to find a wife for his son Isaac, he prayed for success. The servant watched this, determined of the Lord will make a way and make his journey successful. Seeing the work of God, he rejoiced because he knew he was on a spiritual journey with God. And there was no way he could fail. Our spiritual journey can involve many things like Jacob experienced, visions and dreams. Jacob was blessed by God. The Lord watched over Jacob's journey, giving him food and clothing and safety. God is the one who will lead us through our spiritual journey. He will watch over us and, and make our way safe. 
Whatever God takes us through, we must remember his teaching and put them into practice. See, remember the spiritual journey the Lord sent Moses on? Moses was sent to lead God's people out of Egypt to go on a three days journey in the desert to offer sacrifice. God knew that the king of Egypt would not let his people go. And the Lord stretched out his hand and struck the Egyptians with wonders. And God made the Egyptians act favorably toward his people so they would not leave empty-handed. Along the way, we must learn to pay attention and be faithful so the Lord will protect us and supply all our needs. We can react like Elijah who was afraid and ran for his life into the desert. He ran a day's journey and then sat down in a tree and prayed. Elijah prayed to God, telling the Lord he had enough. He wanted God to take his life. And many of us have been in some tough situations where we thought we had no choice but to run. But there is a choice that we can choose. And that is to follow God, to, to walk with the Lord. So we must learn to remain faithful like Elijah, even when we experience dark moments in our life. The angel watched over Elijah, ensuring he was fed and strengthened him so he would finish the journey and reach the mountain of God. The Lord will be with us so we can reach the place God has called us. We must be faithful in the things of God, faithful on our walk with the Lord. So in preparing for our spiritual journey, we must prepare like Ezra, who proclaimed a, a fast and humbled himself before God. He requested a safe journey for his family and all those he was leading. Ezra requested protection from the Lord and for the Lord to be gracious toward everyone. They fasted and petitioned God and the Lord answered their prayers. We must be faithful when called into a spiritual journey with God. We, we can't think things will go as we plan. We must follow God's instructions. He's the one who called us into for his purpose. We must be like John the Baptist who was called into a spiritual journey in the desert do you think that he thought of, you know, let me go into the desert and I'm going to wear a camel's hair and eat locusts. So we, we can't be focused on the wrong thing and miss God's teaching and purpose along the journey. It is for us to learn of God. Go with me to Matthew chapter 3 verses 4 to 6. See, the Lord calls us to walk into his presence. We can't focus on anything else except receiving from God. We can't get screwed up. We can't get off track. This journey is about us receiving from God. Matthew chapter 3 verses 4 to 6 says, John's clothing was made of camel's hair and he had a leather belt around his waist. His food was locusts and wild honey. People went out to him from Jerusalem and all the Judea and the whole region of Jordan. Confessing their sins, they were baptized by him in the Jordan River. See, the Lord will instruct us. Much like he instructed the twelve disciples, Christ warned them not to go to the Gentiles or the Samaritans, but go to the lost sheep of Israel and, and preach the message about God's kingdom there first. We must allow the Lord to order our steps on our journey, doing what he instructs us and not what we desire. Christ will instruct Prepare us and tell us what to do and where to go and what to say. And through our obedience, many will be healed, saved from death, brought back from sickness, set free by God's power. 
And Christ instructions them to take nothing with them. The Lord will provide a, a worker's work to keep. So you must be on our God while on our spiritual journey, guarding over ourselves. See, many will come against us as we devote ourselves to God. The Lord has called us into this journey. We have not chosen it. We don't have to worry. At the right time, the Lord will give us what we need. The Spirit will speak through us as God teaches us and tests us along the way. Have you ever known someone who has traveled on the wrong path? There was nothing but trouble. But they continued on that path anyway. Though we saw it, they were blind to it. It was not until they or we let go of our stubbornness and pride that we saw the errors on our ways and, and began to walk in the right path of God. It's not until we humble ourselves that we, that we faithfully start walking spiritually with God. To ensure we properly enter into a spiritual journey with the Lord, there are a few things we should understand. The Lord has a purpose for sending us on a journey. We cannot refuse it. Just ask Moses or others. We would think that we're unworthy of being sent, but God is sending us for a reason, if we, even if we cannot see it. Moses tried to refuse the journey God had for his life because he felt he was unfit to do God's will. But he had to obey. We have to obey. God wants to walk with us. We cannot refuse this journey. We cannot select what journey we take either. God draws us into a journey based on his will. Now, I can relate to this. When I was called onto my spiritual journey with the Lord, which I'm still on, I, I felt unfit and believed that I would let the Lord down and be a hypocrite because of what I knew about myself. But God instructed me. The Lord gives us confidence that he would go ahead of us and guide us in the way we should go. He will always be there, making a way to ensure the path that he's laid out for us is successful. We must be faithful in following the Lord, not refusing along the way, thus making the journey longer or harder than it should be. So not only is there a purpose for our spiritual journey, there are stages to the journey. The word of God speaks of stages the Israelites went through on their spiritual journey. The Lord commanded Moses to record these stages. Go with me to Numbers chapter 33 verses 1 to 2. So you must allow the Lord to take us through every stage of our journey as we learn and change and, and trust more in God. Numbers chapter 33 verses 1 to 2 says, here are the stages in the journey of the Israelites when they came out of Egypt by division under the leadership of Moses and Aaron. At the Lord's commandment, Moses recorded the stages in their journey. This is their journey by stages with the Lord. See, the first stage is receiving instructions. The Israelites received instructions from God as he led them along the way, instructing them from the beginning to the end of their journey. They needed to learn to receive instruction from God through his word, son, and spirit while on this journey. The second stage is teachable. 
The Israelites had to follow the Lord's teachings that they were led from one place to another, teaching them along the way. We must accept God's teaching on our journey. The third stage is disobedience. The Lord moved the Israelites from place to place, even leading them to a place where there was no water to test their faith. The Israelites were disobedient and failed to test. A, a journey that should have taken three days took 40 years. We must be careful what we do to extend our spiritual journey because of our disobedience and unfaithfulness. The first, the fourth stage is correction. Because we were called into a spiritual journey with the Lord, we will, He will correct us. We cannot continue in our disobedience. We cannot continue to disobey His will. The Lord punished Aaron and he died in, on the mountain. Moses was punished for his disobedience. He was not allowed to cross over in the kingdom. We must accept the correcting hand of God on our journey and avoid the consequences of disobedience. The fifth stage is deliverance. As the Egyptians pursued the Israelites, the Lord made a way for them to pass through the Red Sea, delivering them from their enemy. God would deliver us many times along our journey and remain faithful to our call. The sixth stage is crossing over. As we travel on our spiritual journey, learning of the Lord, taking upon his goodness, we will, he will prepare a path for us so we can safely cross over. The Lord will order our steps as he did many times for those he called into a journey with him. And he will do the same for us. The seventh stage is purification. The Israelites were instructed to go out and drive out the inhabitants to destroy all the images and cast idols and demolish the high places and to purify the land. We're going to be called to do the same, to get rid of everything in our lives that is not pleasing to God so the Lord can purify us. The eighth stage is reward. The Israelites were instructed to take possession of the land and sell it to receive the blessed promises of the Lord. And this is where all our faith and Obedience pays off in arriving at the place where the Lord has prepared for us so we can begin to receive and be blessed. The ninth stage is sharing. God instructed the Israelites to distribute the land to divide the inheritance between the small and the great to share the Lord's blessings. The journey teaches us how to be mature in the Lord as we embrace everything that God has brought into our life every teaching of God and share what we have with others so they too can be successful on their spiritual journey. See, each one of us must go through each stage of this journey, learn, learning the ways of God, overcoming our disobedience, sinful ways, and unfaithfulness. John the Baptist's spiritual journey had a purpose. He was sent by God to make a way for Christ Jesus. His message was that of repentance. Warning us about the coming of God's kingdom. But many will not listen and many are not listening today. See, our spiritual journey is meant to enlighten us into God's ways. It's meant for us to gain revelation into the, to Christ Jesus. We're enlightened by the Lord so we can consult with him along the way so we can be taught the right way. It's the Lord who teaches and shows us the path that he instructs us on. We must see our journey like that of Samuel who proclaimed the Lord as his lamp who enlightened his darkness. God is perfect. He's a shield to all who trust in him. He's our strength. He makes our way perfect. And Christ is calling us on a spiritual journey. 
all who are weary, lost, and, and burdened, Christ is calling you to come and walk with him. The Lord wants to guide us into his rest. We must take upon his yoke and, and learn of him. He is gentle and humble and hard. His yoke is easy and his burden is light. We must walk with the Lord, maturing in him so we become spiritually minded. Go with me to Matthew chapter 11, verses 28 to 30. A Christian journey takes us through what God has for us. It teaches us about God and ourselves. Step by step, we become more mature in Christ Jesus. Matthew chapter 11, verses 28 to 30 says, Come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me. For I am gentle, humble, and hard, and you will find rest for your soul. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Our spiritual journey will learn to wait on the Lord. He'll bring light to what is hidden in darkness and spoil the motives of our heart. We'll learn to stay on the journey, not going beyond what is written, beyond what was spoken, so we don't take pride in what the Lord is doing in our lives. It's God's will that we travel on our spiritual journey. And that we become sanctified. Learning to avoid sexual morality. Learning to control our bodies. Learning to operate, not to operate in lust. Learning to avoid foolish arguments. See, as a faithful servant of the Lord, we learn to share God's word patiently with others. In love, in kindness, in the gentleness of God. I'll give you a, a little thing God gave me in teaching me about the spiritual journey. See, it starts with this Christian journey. We got two choices here. We could choose a materialistic path or we could choose a spiritual path. But one of the things that Revelation teaches us is that we start down this materialistic path. We can't cross over. See, Christ says, no, you can't cross over. You you, you got you done went so far materialistic. The only way you can do it is you got to come back and start back and then choose the right path. So Christ says, there's no crossing over once you've chosen the wrong path. You got to go back where you first met me. So we can decide which path, materialistic or spiritual, we're going to go after. See, I can tell you, a materialistic path is is made up of all kind of theories. It, it's made up of many denominations. This is a materialistic path. It, it, it has a lot of rules that you have to go by. See, this is a, a materialistic path. It, it causes separation. This is what a materialistic path does. It, it's all about the physical, right? It's, it's about what you have, what you can hold. This is a materialistic path. It, it, all it does is maybe it modifies our behavior a little bit. See, this is what a materialistic path leads to. It, 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 and, it, and it creates in us this this desire for worldly riches. But see, a materialistic path only ends in religion in the world. So this is not what God is calling us into. See, we need to take a spiritual path. A spiritual path that is, that is based on God's truth. A, a, a path that creates in us a, 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 this work in us a, that, that, that we know that we're part of the a body of Christ Jesus. It, it, it's, a, it's a walk with us so we'll know that we, we are 
been changed and, and the work of the Spirit have changed us. It, it's a permanent change that the Spirit has done. So we come into this understanding of God's oneness. See, this is a spiritual walk that God teaches us along the way. See, we then come into a new creation, not just change in behavior. We, we become a, a new creation in Christ Jesus. See, then everything is not physical. Everything now is spiritual with us. It, it's all about connecting with Christ Jesus. It's all about being connected to God all the time. And that leads us then to where God wants us to be, to this spiritual maturity that Christ is calling us to, to be in, see? And then we were able to taste and see how good the God's riches is. See, in this a spiritual path, it, it leads to God. It, it leads to the Father and Son, Christ Jesus. So you got to understand what we're going for. You can't go down the materialistic path. You got to start back over. So if you're going down this path, ask and pray. Ask God to come back and give you a new start so you start a spiritual path with him. We don't run our Christian journey in vain. We have to make sure that our spiritual path leads us to the Father, Christ, and God's kingdom. We must grow in faith so we have mature faith in God, and our life is a spiritual life, a, a spiritual lifestyle in Christ Jesus. It's a spiritual journey you're on, and you must fulfill the things spiritually, not carnal, not physical, but think and grow in Christ spiritually and mature in the blessings of God, and then he creates the physical change in your life. God help us mature in you. We can't be slow learning God's ways on our journey. It would take longer. Especially if we require milk instead of solid food to work out our salvation. Completion of our journey brings us into maturity with Christ to be able to handle solid food, being trained in good over evil, being steadfast in our faith. This is all what we're leading to is spiritual. It's the maturity that's us in that's in Christ Jesus we see. Glory to God. The Lord wants us to learn of him, to overcome while on our spiritual journey with him. Praise the Lord. Everything we need is in Christ Jesus. Whatever we're led away from, we must let go. Thank you, Jesus. For us to experience a, a spirit walk with the Lord, we must be called by God. We can't elect to choose a spiritual journey for ourselves. We must seek that which comes from God and not of ourselves. If we believe it will go as we planned, that we can be assured that we're not on a spiritual journey with God because it will not be done our way. God wants to teach and instruct us into his word, ways, son, and spirit, change us into the image of Christ Jesus. See, taking a spiritual journey will challenge us. It will break us. It will grow us and create a mature Christian out of what was once completely immersed in dark. Only through a spiritual walk with the Lord can we become a mature Christian, a spiritual Christian. Our journey cannot be in vain. We must receive the things of God. Well, all the blessings reside in Christ Jesus and all things of God because God wants us to have it. He desires, but he requires us to be on the right path with him, to walk right with before him, to walk with his son, Christ Jesus, to walk on a spiritual path with him when we enter to the kingdom of God. There is no way. There, there is no other path. God, we thank you for your word, God. Teach us, Lord, 
how to grow with our maturity in our faith, God, that we're walking on the right path with you, Lord Jesus. We're walking on the right path and gaining understanding in you, Father God. God, our hearts and mind today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. May God bless you and guide you on your spiritual journey.